The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends, all around the world. What prophetic events lie just ahead in 2012 and beyond? How will these events affect your life? Think about the terrorist attacks on September 11, 2001, and the following attacks which have come on America and Britain. How quickly our loved ones can be obliterated. How quickly our lives can be changed. Will terrorist attacks continue in the years to come? Will they grow worse? My friends, there is a source that can help us genuinely understand what lies just ahead. So what is really ahead for 2012 and beyond? Again, my friends, what is really ahead for 2012 and beyond? Many Americans, Canadians, and British assume that as of the past, everything will get back to normal. But I now tell you in the name of Jesus Christ that things will not get back to normal. Why? How dare I say that? How can I know this? Because the Bible prophecies that many people overlook or don't understand tell us to watch certain things. And those things are happening. And they're happening now because our English-speaking nations have turned away from the God of the Bible. For the true God of the Bible is already beginning to intervene and punish the English-speaking nations of America and the British Commonwealth. Remember the flood of biblical proportions, as it was called in Australia several months ago? Remember the massive flooding on the Mississippi and Missouri rivers in America? Remember the record-breaking drought striking large parts of Texas, Oklahoma, and the American West? Our food prices are already going up because of these so-called natural disasters. But is all this just natural? Is all this just temporary? Is it going to get over with? No way. For we American and British descended peoples, we have become a disgrace to the God who gave us life and breath, to the God who gave us our national greatness and power in the first place. For we are the descendants of the so-called lost ten tribes of Israel. I'll show you this in a moment. As I prove this to you, I want you to prove these things to yourself, my friends. Remember Jesus Christ's command in Luke 4, verse 4. Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. This is the word of God in print. This is God's message to you. You need to read it, to think about it, to understand it. And remember that one-fourth of the entire Bible is devoted to prophecy. God's not disinterested in prophecy. He devoted one-fourth of the Bible. Why does mainstream Christianity virtually neglect this part of the Bible? It's vital. God votes chapters and verses all through the Bible to explaining to us what lies just ahead. Let's understand. Turn with me now. Prove these things in your Bible. Don't believe me. You believe what you see in the pages of your Bible. Turn with me. If you have a Bible, go get one. Open it up to Second Peter. Second Peter chapter 1, beginning verse 19. We have also the prophetic word made more sure, or as the King James has it, the sure word of prophecy, 
which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. These are not men's ideas. These are the words of the great God telling us what lies ahead. Let's study it. Let's pray about it. Let's think about it. Let's understand. Notice what the eternal God spoke to our forefathers, and they were our forefathers of the British-descended American peoples when you understand. And I'm going to give you a way to thoroughly prove that here in a few moments. Notice back in Deuteronomy. This is part of that word of God Jesus said to live by. Deuteronomy chapter 4, beginning in verse uh, 25, God told our forefathers, and he's talking to us, as you'll see, when you beget children and grandchildren and have grown old in the land, act corruptly. Are we acting corruptly and make a carved image in the form of anything? Do we have all kinds of physical things and images that we love and, the, and provoke God? I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that you will soon utterly perish from the land which you possess. You will not prolong your days. You will be destroyed. And the Lord will scatter you among the peoples and you will be left few in number among the nations where the Lord will drive you. And there you will serve gods, the work of men's hands, fake gods, false gods, the work of wood of stone, they're made of wood and stone, which neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. But what's the answer? When will we wake up? But, God says, from there, from your captivity, from your slavery, when you're being finally punished by the great God, from there you will seek the Lord your God and find him. When will you find God? My friends, when are you going to find God? How are we all going to find God? When you seek Him with all your heart and all your soul, when you turn to start studying this Word, drinking it of it, feeding on it, perhaps studying it on your knees, and saying, Father, help me to understand and help me to have the faith and courage to be different if I have to, different from this world, and obey you, my Creator, and get real about it, not just join a church for social reasons, not try to find the church with the best parking lot or the best youth program, but find the church and the people of God who know the truth of God and are willing to obey. These are things you need to prove to yourself. You will be blessed if you seek Him with all your heart and your soul when you're in distress. And all these things come upon you. When do they come upon you? In the latter days. That's when they come upon you, in the latter days, when you turn to the Lord your God and obey His voice. Think about it, my friends. God is going to chasten His people, and we're going to finally wake up when we've been taken into slavery unless we repent, unless we repent ahead of time, and I hope that will happen. But frankly, that's very unlikely in our society today. Turn back to Leviticus 26. This is another prophecy written for our peoples. Leviticus 26, beginning verse 3. He told our forefathers, If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments, God's Ten Commandments, and perform them, then I'll give you rain in due season. You'll eat your bread to the full. You'll dwell in safety. He tells us all these good things will happen. But he says in verse 14, If you do not obey and do not observe all these commandments, God's commandments, and if you despise my statutes, and in his statutes God tells us not to indulge in any false worship of false gods. He tells us not to go after the gods of the people around us. 
He tells us to not to have any sexual perversion. He tells us all kinds of things, specifically in his statutes over and over. If you despise my statutes, or if your soul abhors my judgment so that you do not perform all my commandments, but break my covenant, I will do this to you. I will appoint terror over you. And this can be translated terrorism. He's talking about that. What is the first thing to happen as we approach the end of the age? The first big thing that happened. 9-11. Terrorism. The Twin Towers came down. The Pentagon parts of it came down. All these other things happened to change our lives. It began in a big way. It's been happening since in London and elsewhere. Terrorism in the Western world and particularly in the British descended and American peoples. Terror over you. Wasting disease. We're going to have more disease epidemics, and they will begin soon. I tell you that in the name of God. He also says in verse 16, the latter part, you'll sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. We're already selling hundreds of millions of dollars of our corn and wheat and soybeans and other products on the futures markets. Those foods are already owned by China and other countries. In the meantime, we're having drought, alternating drought and floods, as God said we would have, and we're going to have food shortages, and our food prices will go up. They're already going up. These things are happening. He said down in verse 18, After all this, if you do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times, or it can be translated sevenfold more for your sins. Our sins were sinners. We're turning away from God more and more. I will break the pride of your power. We've had great power, the great British Empire spanning the globe. The sun never set on the British Empire, they used to say. America became the greatest single nation on earth. What's happened? What's going on? I will break the pride of your power. I will make your heavens like iron. We're going to have terrible drought and famine and your earth like bronze. And the strength shall be spent in vain, for your land shall not yield its produce, nor shall the trees of the land yield their fruit. God is going to bring us down. And my friends, these prophesied events have already started happening. They're going to get much worse. And America and the British descended peoples are going to have to really repent in a heartfelt way, or else it will come. You need to understand who we really are and why we're the major recipients of these prophesied punishments to help you understand and be sure, I want you to be sure to respond to this advertisement. Listen to what I'm saying. You need this information. I'm delighted to offer you this truly eye-opening booklet entitled The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. It will be sent absolutely free upon your request. This booklet is a virtual key to understanding end-time prophecy in the United States and Great Britain. Prophecy will really prove to you who we are, where we are, and what the Bible really talks about for us and for the nations of this world in the years just ahead. This booklet is exciting. It really is when you get into it and think about it. Why are we the land of the free and the home of the brave? Or why have we been? Why have we been so blessed from sea to shining sea here in America? And the British Empire formerly was blessed all over the earth. This booklet is absolutely vital. So call or write us today and request your free copy of this important booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. Call now. You can also order this booklet at our website, tomorrowsworld.org. 
to receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now, my friends, back to our topic, 2012 and beyond in prophecy. My friends, what does Jesus Christ himself say lies just ahead, right now, at the time of the end? Notice Matthew 24. It shows the disciples asking Jesus privately, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age, the end of this age? And Jesus answered, take heed that no man deceives you, and then begins to describe false prophets, false ministers coming in Jesus' name. They come in Jesus' name, but they have a different message. Then he says, you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, major wars and world wars. And then there will be famines, lack of food. That is coming, as I told you, from these other prophecies. Pestilences means disease epidemics right here and earthquakes in various places. Luke's account in Luke 21 says great earthquakes, not normal earthquakes. So then he says all these are the beginning of sorrows. And my friends, we need to understand we're entering a time of sorrows. We have turned away from God. Yes, we have. We've turned away from the God who inspired this book. We despise his commandments. We despise his statutes. We don't want the Ten Commandments in our buildings. And we certainly don't want to obey them. We used to have them up in our public buildings, but we still didn't really obey them. So beside these overall punishments to come because of our disobedience, what specific events lie just ahead? I want to tell you now, powerful storms and earthquakes are just ahead, as this scripture explains, and many others do. Think about it. Watch these storms. In addition, huge financial crises are already beginning to affect millions and millions of Americans and British and other peoples. They're just beginning, and they will get much worse. As a highly respected financial advisor just predicted, and I quote, this monumental event will plunge vast numbers of families into the nightmare of poverty, homelessness, and hunger. In the worst-case scenario, you will see soaring crime, the confiscation of property, the suspension of civil rights, and even martial law enforced by the United States military. End of quote. The great God, the God that gives you and me life and breath, is in love beginning to chasten his own birthright people who he used to send out more Bibles, more missionaries, more doctors, more educators all over the world than all other nations combined. But we have now forsaken that God. We've turned away from him. We despise his laws. We despise his statutes. Notice this up-to-date prophecy from the book of Jeremiah. 
Christ quoted from Jeremiah as a prophet of God. Notice Jeremiah chapter 30. Jeremiah chapter 30, and I'm going to begin reading here in verse 4. Now, these are the words the Eternal spoke concerning Israel and Judah. And if you get this booklet I've advertised and talked to you about, the United States and Britain in prophecy, you'll see that we are the descendants of ancient Israel. The Jews were one of 12 tribes, but all 12 tribes were included many other nations, such as Ephraim and Manasseh and the other nations of Europe. And many of these nations are our peoples that are hearing this program right now. For thus says the Lord, we have heard a voice of trembling, of fear, and not of peace. Ask now and see whether a man is ever in labor with child. So why do I see every man with his hands on his loins, like a woman in labor? Woman beginning to hurt and, and labor pains. The men is going to be, the men are going to be scared. They're going to be bent over in absolute terror. Every man with his hands on his loins, faces turned pale. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. None is like it, God says, back in Matthew 24 in your Bible. He says, the great tribulation, Jesus said, is a time of trouble such as never has been known or ever shall be. You read back in Ezekiel chapter 5 and verse 9. Ezekiel 5 verse 9, it all says, I will deal with you in a way I have never done before nor ever will again. There's only one time of trouble like that, my friends. God does repeat himself. This is that time. Jacob's name was changed to Israel, and we are the descendants of Israel, and this is coming on you as sure as the rising and setting of tomorrow's sun. Understand that. I'm not saying this because I'm mad at you. I love you. I want to help my fellow Americans and British people. Two of my children were born over in Great Britain. We love you people. God loves you, but God rebukes and chases every son he loves, as he says in Hebrews 12. And we need to wake up and, and listen and turn back to the God of the Bible. Alas, for that day is great, the day of this coming punishment on our people, so that none is like it. It is the time of Jacob's trouble, but he shall be saved out of it. But boy, does he get into it first in a terrible way. For it shall come to pass in that day, when this day comes, this terrible tribulation, that I will break his yoke from your neck, and it will burst your bonds, that is, after we get into the tribulation and slavery, and foreigners shall no more enslave them. That's the word used in your Bible. Our peoples, modern Israelites, the lost ten tribes, will go into slavery unless we repent and turn to God in a national repentance such as we have never done before. Notice beginning in verse 14. All your lovers have forgotten you. Lovers are national allies, as they're pictured throughout prophecy. They do not seek you, for I've wounded you with the wound of an enemy, with a chastisement of a cruel one, for the multitude of your iniquities, because your sins have increased. Yes, my friends, you know that. We have more robbery. We have more drug abuse. We have more sexual perversion and rotten, filthy stuff on television, on the Internet. Every kind of rotten thing that could be imagined is pouring into the minds of our children and young people who are growing up. And some of our liberal judges and literal, liberal, very liberal politicians are allowing this. They go right along with it. God hates that. They're all going to answer to the court someday, the Supreme Court of Heaven. The great God is going to intervene, and we'd better wake up and realize that. 
So he says, this is going to happen to us. He says, verse 15, why do you cry about your affliction? Your sorrow is incurable because your sins have increased. I have done these things to you. That's the end of verse 15. Yes, my friends, when will all these things happen? Notice verse 23 and 4 at the end of this same chapter. is talking about this. But verse 23, Behold, the whirlwind of the Lord goes forth with fury, a continuing whirlwind. It will fall violently on the head of the wicked. The fierce anger of the eternal will not return until he's done it and until he's performed the intents of his heart. In the latter days, yes, the latter days, you will consider it. This is a prophecy for the last days, the days the Bible describes over and over again leading up to the great tribulation and the second coming of Christ. My friends, in the years just ahead, Almighty God, the great God, will break the pride of our power. The American and British descended peoples will find that everything will start going wrong. It's really awful, the things that are going to happen all through our society. And our national power will come down. We'll begin to lose wars. We'll begin to lose our health. We'll begin to lose our financial strength. We'll have all kinds of things. Our weather will go wrong. You will not have long to wait. Again, my friends, be sure to write or call immediately for this powerful booklet entitled The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. This booklet will be sent absolutely free upon your request. This booklet, this booklet, you need this, is a vital key to understanding end-time prophecy. The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy will really prove to you who we are where we are described in Bible prophecy and what lies just ahead for our peoples. This booklet is exciting, frankly. It's your future. It's your identity. It shows who we are and why. This booklet is absolutely vital. So call us or write us today to request your free copy of this vital booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. Call now. You can also order this booklet online at tomorrowsworld.org. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, I urge you to act on this vital information again and again in His inspired Word. God Almighty promises protection for those who heed and turn from their sins. That's what God tells us many times. Notice God's instruction to those of us in these end times. Here's what God tells us to do when these things begin to happen to us. And they're almost ready, and in fact already starting to happen in a small way, and it will get much worse. Remember about in Deuteronomy? Turn again to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Let's just pick it up in verse 29. 
when we already are in these problems, God says, but from there you will seek the eternal your God and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. In closing, my friends, I want to turn to Luke 21. This is Jesus Christ's account of what we read in Matthew 24 and explain the coming false prophets, the wars, the famine, the pestilence, the disease epidemics, the great earthquakes that were to come at the time of the end. And near the end of this prophetic chapter, notice Luke 21, Luke 21 in your Bible, and turn with me then to verse 25. And Jesus said, There will be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and on the earth distress of nations with perplexity and the sea and the waves roaring. Man's heart's failing for fear and for the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heaven will be shaken, Jesus said. Then, Christ said, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. A great blinding light is coming down and God will intervene and He will descend with angelic hosts, the King of kings, of Lord of lords, to bring peace to this mixed up world and to turn things right side up. He said, this will happen. Verse 28, now when you see these things beginning to happen, should you be scared to death? I hope you'll turn to God I hope you'll take it seriously, but give your life to God and then you can have this attitude when these things begin to happen. Then he says, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Christ is coming. God is intervening. He will deliver and bless his people forever and ever. Those who are willing to give their lives to God and to put their faith and trust in him. Again, be sure to write us or call us and request this powerful booklet, The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy. You need this booklet. It is a vital key to truly understand end-time prophecy. How can we know these things are going to affect us? This booklet explains and proves it if you'll prove it to yourself. And tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you'll gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King. They will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week right here. And you, I urge you in Jesus' name, draw close to the God of creation, draw close to the God of the Bible. He's beginning to act. He's beginning to move in your life and the affairs right now at the end of this age. May God help you to understand and to take action for your sake, the sake of your family, the sake of your loved ones. Keep listening to this program. You will get understanding that you can gain nowhere else. See you right here next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
to view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.